Hello and welcome to another episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am your host, T. Erica, and I'm exploring how our mental health impacts our personal success. Do we have to be completely certified, mentally healthy in order to succeed or achieve our own version of success? Or is there a little bit of room for emotional breakdowns and dark days? Is it all is it only healthy to walk a straight line a hundred percent of the time emotionally? Today I was thinking about my recent employment fiascos. Um, a little bit of history. I have a degree in journalism. I've studied marriage and family counseling on a graduate level, but I did not finish. In fact, it seems to me that whenever I'm involved in a system that somebody else created, it feels wrong to me to be a part of that system. So as far as long-term employment, let's see when have I ever kept a job for a long time. Any job over a year is a long time to me. And that happened to me twice in my entire life. And one was, I'm talking about a job where I have to go in and interact with people, the same people on a daily basis and have a boss that oversees me. So that happened both times when I was being a waitress. Um, Being a waitress is satisfying to me. It's something that I get to do, not something that I have to do. It brings me pure joy to interact with my guests, make them feel good, get them what they need. And actually during those times where I'm serving, I don't feel any anxiety. It comes back when I leave. It it comes back when I wake up in the morning. But during those actual moments where I'm doing that job, I don't feel bad in any way. I just feel fulfilled, usually. So I was talking to an old friend from undergrad. She actually came to visit me, which was really nice. And we were talking about my recent employ- employment fiascos, and she was asking me to give her details. She was like, what did you say during these interviews? Because she wanted to give me insight on what I was doing wrong. And I gave her one example. And she was looking at me like, oh my gosh, Erica. Well, I said, um, during one of my interviews, I successfully went through one interview, two interviews, third interview. Now, this is for a waitress job. Seriously. I'm my third interview, but the first two went great. But the last person was different. He was the main boss. And he was the general manager. He was the... His personality was, he was asking questions that were kind of biting. He was looking at me, not with a smile on his face, but with a point, it looked like he's trying to figure me out really quickly. And he asked me about my family. I said, I have two sons. No, he asked me to tell me about, tell him about myself. And I said, I have two sons. Um, they're 16 and 18, so they're big. And he said, oh, I have a three-month-old baby. And I'm like, ooh, a baby. And he said, she and my friend, Mar- I was telling Marsha this story, my friend who came to visit me. And she said, and what else did you say, Tierica? 
and I said, well, I didn't stop there. I'm like, a baby, so delicious, so nutritious. Mm, want to bite them up, eat them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, why did you do all of that? I'm like, I don't know. That's who I am. I just was feeling excited. She said, just say, oh, that's great. And that's it. Because the moment I went on my little delightful rant about the baby, his face just changed. And he looked at me like, you're so weird. And of course, even though I went through two interviews before him, I didn't get the position. She's like, you cannot be your real self when you're at work. I'm like, well, who am I supposed to be? And she said, you have to mimic them. Don't reveal anything about yourself unless they're revealing stuff about themselves. If somebody if somebody says a joke, just laugh, even if you don't think it's funny. You have to be a tighter version of yourself where they can't see the you that you are when you're with your friends. Work is work. Everybody has a completely different personality when they're at work because if they can't understand that line then they're not going to work and you're not going to be able to take care of yourself so I was just so disappointed I I kind of heard this before another young woman told me that same thing she and she she made it clear she said I'm a different person you wouldn't even recognize me but I've never been able to do that I'm the same person all the time The person you're hearing on this podcast, this is how I talk to people that I know. The same kind of jokes I would make, I would make the same jokes. I don't have a divider. And isn't splitting your personality, how is that mentally healthy? You have to change into a completely different person to function in this society. You have to be a complete follower. You have to dress how they want you to dress. You have to speak how they want you to speak. You have to wear your hair how they want you to wear it. You can't speak up and say your opinions. Why? Because they're the authority. And if they decide that they don't want you around, then they're going to get rid of you and you can't take care of yourself. And that's my problem. I don't have that split personality. I haven't developed that social skill. But is it a social skill? Yes, it is. And it's necessary. But how is it mentally healthy to have to change everything about yourself when you're around people and then switch back on the weekends? How is that a sign of a mentally healthy person? How can you maintain your mental health when you're consistently shifting how you present yourself to the world to gain everybody's approval so that you can support yourself? But a person who can work a job for a long period of time is considered successful. Because you've conformed. Is that what success is? Conforming? Acceptance? Being granted permission 
to make money, permission to socialize, permission to move ahead in life? Is that why I'm I'm still stuck? As as much work as as I have done, I don't have a social group on my side. And one man told me that one time. I said, "What do you think it is?" After I showed him my resume, and he was like, "You've done a lot of astounding things." I'm like, "Yes," he said, but people want to work with people that they know and unless you're introduced into a group by someone that they trust no one's going to support you but I can't be introduced into a group because I don't know how to navigate those social skills to have myself accepted within within that group And I kind of knew this because the last job that I went for, the young lady who recommended me, I said, wait, are you sure you want to do this? I don't want to embarrass you. And she said, you won't be an embarrassment to me. Just try your best. And of course, that situation did not work out because I was just being me. And being me is absolutely wrong in the workplace, it seems. And I went back to her and I said, you know, things didn't work out, of course. Um, I said I didn't want to embarrass you. And she said, you know what? You're a boss. And it's hard to pretend to be something else. And I was like, wow. I am used to being in charge of myself. Doing things my way. But you can't do things your way when you're working for someone else, when you're asking for someone else's permission and inclusion and acceptance. You got to change who you are. You got to figure out how to be what they want to be you to be. But is that mentally healthy? Is this why we have leaders of corporations and and community leaders committing suicide. Maybe they're tired of being what everyone else wants them to be. Is that mentally healthy? You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.